following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Fantasy Beasts and where to find them. This is the Friday episode. We'll talk about some matchups we like this week, some matchups we don't like this week, and everything in between. Guys, we are uh, real hopeful that we can help you guys win leagues. You're in playoff positions. You're doing good. Everything like that. Uh, but guys, we're going to jump right into it this week. We're going to go with quarterback. And starting out, guys, uh, Trevor Lawrence, the best matchup this week. The Raiders have continually been bad against opposing quarterbacks. They've been allowing almost 20-plus points a game. Lawrence ranks at quarterback 10. And it's expected that although he's had a couple rough weeks, he should really have a game this week against the Raiders. Uh, Definitely a matchup I'd tell everybody to fire up here. Aaron Rodgers has another good matchup himself. He comes in against the second-worst-ranked Packers. You figure he wants to get one back after the Buffalo game. He did throw for at least over 200 in that game. Justin Herbert's a very good matchup this week against the Falcons. They come in as the third-worst team in the league. I know he's missing a lot of players. Mike Williams, um, most likely Keenan Allen again. But he's got to crack one eventually. He is still a very talented player. I know he's had a couple down weeks without much talent. Uh, but I think Justin Herbert's a safe, very strong play this week. Ryan Tannehill is obviously not going to play. That probably brings Malik Willis as the number one here. I don't like Malik Willis as the option against the Chiefs. I know the Chiefs have been bad, but I think we're okay to bench Malik Willis in this situation. Justin Fields, however, he's got a very good matchup against the Dolphins. The Dolphins have not been good. Um, He faces the 28th-ranked pass defense of Miami, a.k.a. he should be able to put some points up. I know he's really only been fired up in the last four weeks, but uh, last four weeks he's put up over 16 points a game. Expect that to continue against Miami as Chicago tries to stay in the game. Uh, Geno Smith... He's fantasy quarterback seven. I don't think I would have ever thought I could say that this year, but he is. He's fantasy quarterback seven, and he's got the Cardinals, who are an atrocious defense against the pass. Geno Smith is worth firing up. Uh, Andy Dalton, he is still the starter against the Ravens. I know that the Ravens have been bad, but I think we can probably sit out Andy Dalton. We don't have to worry about him this week. Same goes with Taylor Heineke. Uh, Washington has also been... Er, Minnesota's also been very bad against the quarterback position, but uh, Tara Heineke's really not done much, averaging almost just about 12 points a game. Um, Pat Mahomes has a very good matchup against the Titans. Fire him up. Same goes with Kyler Murray. Murray faces a good defense or a good option against Seattle. Kyler, for as much as everyone's made jokes, you know he falls off this time, that time. Uh, he had a good week last week. And he's been pretty consistent all season. So Kyler's worth your run. 
Uh, Sam Ellinger, next best option. I don't love that. However, I do like Kirk Cousins against Washington. Uh, Kirk Cousins has been a talented quarterback this year in terms of fantasy production. We like that a lot here. The opposite end, though, you can you can obviously, we saw what happened with Davis Mills this week. We wouldn't want to start him. Jalen Hurts would have been against a tough matchup, and he didn't exactly put up the greatest game last night. Um, Zach Wilson here. Wilson, uh, a tough matchup against Buffalo. If you got him, you can bench him. Jared Goff coming off of a good matchup against the uh, Miami Dolphins, 17 points for the first time in three weeks. He's got a real tough matchup against Green Bay. If you do still have stake in Jared Goff, we can probably bench him at this point. Uh, same goes for anybody at Carolina. P.J. Walker's look good, but I don't think P.J. Walker's the answer this week, especially going against the Bengals. Uh, Josh Allen, a tough matchup. We're not going to sit Josh Allen. We know that, guys. Tom Brady, a tough matchup. We might want to sit Tom Brady. Uh, the Rams have been pretty stagnant. Tom Brady hasn't scored over 20 points since week four against the Chiefs. Uh, his only, I mean, he's gone over, he's gone over 15 on three of, uh, three of the weeks, but he's not the same Tom Brady. I think we're okay benching him and to talk about Loa, uh, a tough match against the bears for the most part, but bears still expect to be missing their starting cornerback. Tonga Vailoa has looked pretty good the uh, last two weeks, 15 and 29 points retrospectively. I think you can fire up two if you're in a bad spot, really need a guy. Uh, running back wise, Miles Sanders had a good matchup last night and he cashed in. He ended up with about 16 points. He hits Pater. Tyler Algier, a nice flex spot this week. He could probably be a running back too. Cordero Patterson uh, is still out. Algier has been finally hitting a stride. He had 11 points in week seven. He had 17 in week eight. Um, yeah, he had the down weeks, 45 and 51. He is touchdown dependent for the most part, but the Chargers are the second worst team in the league against running backs. Algier could be a sneaky, fun play this week. Same goes for Aaron Jones. I don't know if I can say he's sneaky, but Aaron Jones is, fa is fantasy running back number nine. He's been very good when needed. He was the... He was the bell cow in Buffalo last week, 143 yards for him. Uh, he has gone over 10 points in all but two games this year. Expect this one to be one that's probably over 20 points. I think Aaron Jones has a very big day. Uh, see, I might go for Aaron, A.J. Dillon. Uh, Dillon's been a little bit quieter. Week one, he had 20 points, but hasn't seen over 10 in a week since. He's a nice uh, he's a nice spot start, honestly, in uh, like FanDuel or something like that. Especially if you need a cheap flex play or something. I think Dylan might have a decent week this week. James Conner, Eno Benjamin, whichever guy is going to get the start. He's got a very good matchup against the Falcon or against the Seahawks. The Seahawks are the third worst team in the league at stopping the run. I don't, the problem is we don't know who's going to see them. Uh, a couple weeks ago, they played the Seahawks. Eno Benjamin had nine and a half points in that game. James Conner had... No points. That was the first game he missed. So Benjamin came in cold off the bench and put up nine at least. Not a bad showing for him. Uh, trying to see. That wasn't a Daryl Williams game either. So they really had no running backs in that game. Uh, Raheem Mostert. He's looked good this year. They finally cut ties with Chase Edmonds to give him the backfield. He has gone over 10 points in three of the last five weeks. And he is the undisputed number one now. 
Uh, I like Mostert a lot this week with that matchup option against the Bears. The Bears have been very flaccid against the run. Uh, I like Derrick Henry. Obviously, the foot, um, it was questioned. He's lost a little bit, um, a little bit of his burst, but he's still running the ball well. He's only busted one out of seven games this year. Uh, he's been the boom pick four of seven, over 200 yards last week. We are A-OK firing up Derrick Henry in this matchup. Travis Etienne, a nice little spot. Uh, the Raiders are not good against the run. Etienne's quietly made himself the 17th ranked running back with the fact that he's gone over 10 points in all four of the last four games. Etienne looking like he's finally hitting that stride of why people considered him a first rounder last year, and he's worth your spot start this week. Same goes Josh Jacobs. He is fantasy running back number six. He had everything going for him prior to last week's just stinker of a performance. Uh, but Jacobs will bounce back here and have a big game. Dave Montgomery, Khalil Herbert, both have a good matchup against Miami. Um, both decent options if you're in desperate need of a flex, especially with so many buys this week. But I don't necessarily love them as you're running back one or two because it is such a timeshare there. They're going to probably both produce, but not at the level you're hopeful as you're starting running back. Uh Ramondre Stevenson, he's running back seven. He's got a very good matchup this week against the Colts, especially if the Colts are putting up a stinker. Him and Damian Harris should see a lot of carries. Joe Mixon has a very strong matchup against the Panthers this week. Like to fire that up. Mixon's been a little quiet the last two weeks. Let's hope he bounces back here. Austin Eckler, he's fantasy running back one for a reason, and he'll probably be one after this week, again, after a huge week. Uh, the Falcons have not been good against the run. They're 20th in the in league. They're also not good against the pass, and he excels as a passing back. So I really think Austin Eckler has the potential for huge top five running back points this week. And Damian Pierce, we saw that last night. He had a good game himself. Uh, the opposite on here, though, we're not really looking at anything out of uh, Indy this week. Jonathan Taylor's out. You've got Zach Moss, Deion Jackson, and Philip Lindsay. I don't love any part of that. We can avoid it. Uh, the Rams. Ronnie Rivers is the guy who was uh, getting carries last week. They did bring back Cam Akers. We're waiting on Kyron Williams to come off the IR. I think it's safe to say you can avoid the Rams running backs at all costs, especially in a tough matchup this week. The New York Jets, James Robinson, Michael Carter. James Robinson didn't do much of note last week. Michael Carter really didn't either, however, and the Bills are fifth in the league against the run. You can kind of bench both those guys unless you really desperately need them. Deonta Foreman, everybody's kind of going over the top here. He had a good matchup against Atlanta last week. He had three touchdowns. I don't see him repeating this week. He might be in that 10 to 12 point range, but I really don't think he's going to do much more than that. Not going to be much more than an average start this week. Kansas City Chiefs, you don't know who the who the starting running back is. Pacheco or, Pacheco or uh, Clyde Edwards-Slayer, they face a strong defense. Don't worry about it this week. And uh, same goes Washington here. Brian Robinson Jr. gets majority of the snaps. Gibson's getting in. Gibson's not fully looking good. Robinson Jr. is kind of what we saw in college. He's not a great running back. He's good to above good. Um... They have a strong matchup again as well. Tight end-wise, Zach Ertz, we told you to fire him up a couple weeks ago when they played Seattle, I believe. He did indeed deliver 10 targets, 7 catches, 70 yards. Uh, he had his third highest score of the year that week. After that, 
We told you to, or to run with Noah Font that last game, too. He also had six catches of four, and for 45 yards. Worth your play there. Evan Ingram, another good matchup. Last time we, deal, we dealt up Evan Ingram, he had a good week. Evan Ingram, in terms of prop betting, Evan Ingram over yardage has hit for three straight weeks for the most part. 69, 40, 67, and 55. There's no reason to believe he won't continue that this week against a lowly Raiders defense. Look to fire up Evan Ingram and prop bet for him too. Gerald Everett, another good matchup as well. Everett's going to probably be the recipient of a lot of catches. They don't have much. They're coming off the bye. Atlanta's not great against the tight end. So we like Gerald Everett to bounce back. Probably put up a top seven tight end performance this week. The Rams, if Tyler Higby's healthy, Higby, we've already talked about, is a target just hog. Prior to the, or outside of the Carolina game where he only had two catches, uh, in Arizona, which should have been more, he only had four targets. He has had six, nine, 10, 11, and 14 targets across five games. Uh, Higby went down injured last week, kind of blew up his game against the, the uh, 49ers, in which first week or game against them, he had 14 targets, 10 catches. Look for Higby to bounce back as long as he is healthy and off the injury report this week. Robert Tunyon as well. He was one of the leading receivers for Green Bay against Buffalo. Six targets. Uh, the last three weeks, 12, 4, and 6. He's been really productive with the balls being thrown in his direction, and the Lions cannot cover a tight end for anything. The Chicago Bears. This might finally be a breakout game for Cole Komet. Cole Komet, uh, after week 1 and 2, only seeing two total targets. Has seen 3, 3, 4, 3, 3, and 2. I mean, don't expect much more than 3 targets for him, but he does get a good Miami, or a weak Miami defense at the tight end. Indianapolis faces New England, who's also been very bad at the tight end. Uh, more or less a spot start. Somebody like a Jelani Woods would be working here. Maybe even a Kylan Granson. He's seen a lot of targets this year. Um, but nothing that I'd probably start in an actual redraft or, or that type of game. Logan Thomas. He should be looking to bounce back here. He had no targets last week. He started the season very well. He came back off injury, and Minnesota's not good. If you have him in deeper leagues, fire him up. If it's a daily fantasy, probably avoid him. Uh, Travis Kelsey, a good matchup as well. He gets the Titans. They're not very good at the tight end. But going to the opposite end here, guys, uh, you end up with TJ Hawkinson, who just got dealt, dealt to a new team. He is tight end for. I'd be willing to tell you he doesn't finish in the top 15 tight ends this week. A new team, a new system, and he faces the Commanders, who are number one in the league at holding the tight end from scoring. Uh, Hawkinson in for kind of a tough matchup this week. Kate Otten, a guy who I've been very high on, he's starting to see his target share drop. Uh, he's not really making as much out of the target, shall I say. Uh, last week, he had five targets, only two catches and 15 yards for him. That's a very tough matchup this week for him. Baltimore, Mark Andrews, obviously got to monitor him. If he's healthy, he's going to play. He did not practice on Friday, though, uh, so keep that in mind. Mike Gusecki, tough matchup against the Bears. I thought they were going to run wild with him last week because it was before the deadline. He's still a Dolphin. You can kind of bench him this week. The Bills have been very good. Tyler Conklin's been a top target for the Jets. Um, but prior to last week, he had four straight weeks of stinkers. I think it's more likely that Conklin reverts back to the four weeks of stinkers. Then he ends up coming out to beat the Bills. Um, and other than that, on tight end, I think we can move on to receiver here. Oh, Keenan Allen officially ruled us out for the week. Uh, 
So that's that. Keenan Allen's officially out. Josh Palmer and DeAndre Carter are the top two receivers, uh, with Michael Bandy as number three. A far cry if you are Justin Herbert. But uh, really looking at Gerald Everett now as your top guy. The Tennessee Titans, they've got a good matchup as well. You're not going to really take advantage of it. Uh, Malik Willis threw it 10 total times for six completions last week. I don't see them changing the game script against the, the Chiefs. Uh, they're going to do whatever they can to keep the ball out of Willis's hands and put it into Derrick Henry's. The Green Bay Packers have a good matchup here. The Lions, uh, Romeo Dobbs worth firing up. Sammy Watkins possibly worth firing up. I know he's not been really with it since coming back from the injury. Alan Lazard's going to be your biggest guy if he's healthy and ready to go. The New Orleans Saints, Michael Thomas done for the year. Jarvis Landry might fire up. Chris Olave worth playing your over on yards. He's been very productive this year. And the Ravens have not been very good. He's seen six-plus targets in every week except for week one. Olave's getting targets and proving why he was one of the best route runners in the class. Fire up Olave and the over on the yards as well. Rahid, er, Rashid Shahid is a guy to look for too. Uh, two weeks ago, he had 10 points, had a one rush for 44 yards. One er, Week seven, he had one catch, one or one target, one catch, 53, and a touchdown. Last week, he sees three targets, three catches, 38 yards. Uh, Shahid might be somebody that starts taking a step into the role here, especially with Michael Thomas done for the year. The Chiefs, the guy everybody's watching here is Juju, obviously. He's been one of the more productive receivers. However, they did just add uh, second-year wide receiver Kadarius Tony last week. I'm intrigued to see what Tony does uh, in terms of prop bets. I'm willing to put down... Kadarius Tony for receiving yards over this week if he's healthy and playing. Uh, I think they're going to do what they can to try to get the ball into his hands and see what can happen with him and Pat Mahomes. Um, Terry McLaren, very good matchup this week. He deals the the Minnesota Vikings. McLaren, sneakily a wide receiver too, had a good year, had a very good game last week. He's been at 18 points the last two weeks. He had a couple stinkers in the middle of the season, but other than that, McLaren's looked solid. Jahan Dotson out again with that hamstring injury. He now will miss, I believe, his fourth straight in a row. Yep, going into fourth straight. I don't think he even played in Tennessee and then he got hurt early. Uh, so we'll see if that hampers him the remainder of the year. He started out very good. Rashad Bateman here. He's going to miss another game. You don't got to worry about him, although Baltimore has a good matchup. Probably looking more of Devin Duvernay than anything. Justin Jefferson, wide receiver four. Very good matchup. Uh, operates pretty well. He's going to see targets. KJ Osborne, a sneaky play as well, gets majority of the slot reps. He's seen five targets again in the last couple of weeks. Um, granted, he's not catching a whole lot with it, but if he does indeed run the slot, he's going to get Benjamin St. Juiced, who's well worth his firing up on that run. T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, both should have a good matchup. The Bengals face a very lowly secondary in Carolina. Higgins might have it a little tougher than Boyd, uh, as he should probably see J.C. Horn. Tyler Boyd might be worth your spot start and probably your yardage play. He is wide receiver number 15 right now. Chase Claypool gets a chance to show off uh, against the Dolphins. However, I think the benefactor of that might be Darnell Mooney. Mooney's probably going to see the secondary coverage there. You would expect not to see Xavier Howard. So Darnell Mooney might benefit finally from not getting solo number one cover here uh might get the darnell mooney of old starting this week 
Drake London, good matchup here. He's got the Chargers worth firing him up. And Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, a low-end matchup against the Rams, who are number 19 in the league against the or against the receivers. The opposite side here, though, uh, you're going to see the New England Patriots have a very tough matchup. The Colts are second in the league against receivers. They're not allowing many points. Jacoby Meyer, Nelson Aguilar, not worth firing up. Miami, it's saying they have a tougher matchup than they do. I think Tariq Hill, Angela Waddle still are going to have a lot of receptions. They're going to do what they can with the yards. Miami's on a team that throws deep often, and I think that's the biggest thing. They're going to try to get the ball out early and often. DeAndre Hopkins, he should have a good matchup. I know Seattle's fourth in the league, but we're going to see how that fires up with uh, D-Hop back and in this. The Detroit Lions, tough matchup. Josh Reynolds, doubtful. Uh, James Williams out. It's Khalif Raymond, Tom Kennedy, and uh, Amon or St. Brown show this week. It's very limited. Another reason to avoid um, Jared Goff. Uh, same goes with the Carolina Panthers. They have a very tough matchup. DJ Moore, the best option there. Uh, Terrace Marshall started to finally get some targets here, but the Bengals have been pretty good this year. The best bet there might be a LaVisca Chenault touchdown. If you see Chenault get to line up against uh, Eli Apple. The Bills have a tough matchup. I think Stephon Diggs is going to be held very locked down if he's getting covered by Sauce Gardner. I think Gabe Davis is the bet to have the best week at receiver. Uh, talking last night's games, uh, Philadelphia wins the game on the scoreboard. Looks a little bit more dominating than it might have been in person. They do beat the the Texans 29-17. Philly goes to 8-0. Jalen Hurts, 21 of 27, 243, two touchdowns. Miles Sanders, 93 yards on the ground, one touchdown. Kenny Gainwell, 22 and a touchdown. Dallas Goddard, 8 of 110 and a touch. A.J. Brown, 459 and a touch. The Texans, on the other hand, Damian Pierce, 27 rushes, 139 yards, 5.1 yard per carry average. He has no catches on the night. Tegan Quintioriano. Don't know who that is, but the Houston Texans tight end who caught a touchdown. Chris Moore also with a touchdown on the night. Uh, only two Texans receivers recorded more than one reception on the night. Most of the offense went through Damian Pierce. Davis Mills, 13 of 22, 154, two touchdowns, two picks. Uh, you know, guys, we talked about a lot of the gambling. Jump back on when we record on Sundays on the morning live show. We do talk more prop bets gambling there. But until next time, I think we'll end this here. Shout out to our sponsors, uh, Charlie at Renegade Studios, Jeanette at the Therapy Sessions Buffalo, and our guy Kyle from Chicken Dippin'. Check him out at chicken underscore dippin.com or chicken dippin' or chicken underscore dippin' on Instagram or chicken dippin.com. Use code 716 for 15% off your order. And guys, until next time, you keep on looking for those fantasy beasts. We'll show you exactly where to find them. Peace out, guys.